to another episode of the Be True to You podcast, a podcast designed to question what we've been taught, talk out perspectives, and break through to be our most true selves. I'm your host, B, and today I have Tasia joining the podcast. You can literally hear my smile. Tasia says a song that encompasses their essence is Happy by Ashante. How are you, Tasia? I'm doing how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'll be asking them our traditional eight questions so that we can gain a little bit of perspective into Tasia's life. You ready? I'm super ready. All right. Then here we go. Starting off with a three for one special. Who are you? What do you do? And is that where you want to be right now? All right. Well, I am Tasia. Tasia K. That's the brand. Yes. <laughs> um, I, for work, I'm a project analyst. I'm a contractor. Yes. Um, just in life, I'm a homebody, yeah. I'm an aunt, I'm a godmom, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, I'm a dog mom. Yes, dog mom. I do, you know, all the things that make me happy and I try to bring light into the world. Absolutely. Is that where you want to be right now? Is it where I want to be? Um, professionally, almost. Okay. I'm definitely doing it for the money. Yeah. Um, My previous job, I got a lot of fulfillment out of it. Like... I feel like I really helped people. I made a difference. And people would be like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Just, I was grateful to be there helping. Yeah. And now I work with a bunch of people who are kind of clueless. And I don't feel like I'm adding a lot of benefit. And the money's there, but the fulfillment is not. So we're just working on finding what I'm happy doing. That's completely fair. At yes. least we're making money in the grand scheme of the moment. Right. I'll take it. Um, and then, am I where I want to be in life? Again, almost. Okay. Um, we're working on adulting, being more organized yes. and saving for a house. Yes. Where do I want to be in the world? I have no idea. <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're dot, dot, dot. We're almost We're there. dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I like that. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Tasha and I actually were um, college roommates our freshman year. Um, and I will, I, I think it happened at least once where her dog actually stayed in the dorm with us overnight. Um, one time. Yes. He was there when we moved in for sure. I mean, yeah. of course my parents took him back. And right. then my mom brought him for my birthday. So he's definitely seen the inside of the door. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that was my, that's I, my son. I was going to say, he's the cutest. Mm-hmm. Little white fluff ball. He's perfect in every way. Yeah, I'm glad you have that. Be yeah. And you've been able to like kind of move out. Like I know that we grew up in the same area, but you were mm-hmm. able to kind of move out to Fredericksburg. Yes. Did you enjoy your time out there? Fredericksburg is like... Okay, you know when people, when we went to college and you was like, I'm from Richmond and everyone would be like, is it safe and blah, blah, blah. And so Fredericksburg is like a lot of wannabe thug Richmond people. And it's like, please shut up. Like, you are not this hood. I don't know where you got this from. Right. Just simmer down. Yeah. So yeah. Not that everyone was that way. Fair. Because a lot of people are like country. Like, that's what I'm going to redneck. But a lot of people just. Wanna be hood? Like, please simmer down. I can't. Mm-hmm. Fredericksburg has always been that weird area because it's in between like Nova and Richmond. Yes. They are definitely the middle child, the weirdest people have come out of Fredericksburg. You could tell who thinks they're from Nova and who is stop. Wanna be RVA. Like you really can tell. It's, it's crazy. You can tell. Okay. Like so Bumble and Hinge, those yeah. are experiences. I, and I'm not on them anymore. So You're not? Did you officially get off the dating I apps? got all of them. So this is funny. When I graduated, so like 2018, I want to say that's when Tinder, you could put like a boomerang or like a little video or something. Yeah. And 
of course, I used to always go with my friends, twerking and whatnot. So yeah. it was one little clip. I guess the booty was too much, and they took down my Tinder. Like, took the whole oh. shit down. And I was like, my. Somebody was hating. It, we, it wasn't a match, and they was like, report. And they just snatched it down. So now I think I think I, I think it's a different story. I think somebody was watching that video, that boomerang, over and over <laughs> and over. And somebody's girlfriend peeked over the corner and was like, "Why are you watching this over and over?" And deleted. Right I was now. gonna say delete, deleted. Yes. Hating. Yes. They were all just hate. Whatever it was, it was hate. Yeah. Because why even take that down? So we got rid of that. Yeah. Well, I didn't get rid of it. Tinder replied. Tinder took it down. down. Yeah. So then you know we tried the bumble to make friends too, and the girls were just strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't bad, but they just weren't my cup of tea. That's fair. Um, and then the guys, I met a really nice guy. Cute. I know. And he took me on the best date I've ever been on. Shout out Jake. We love Jake. Jake. But Jake had some drama and oh. he liked to cheat and that was his business. Then we moved oh, on. Oh, okay. And then we tried Hinge. No. What happened with Hinge? So I met this guy who lived far. Okay. Um, He lived with his parents. I'm not hating on that. No. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yep. But he also didn't have a car. Uh-huh. Okay. I Again, I'm not... I'm hating. open to that. Right. I'm open to that. But you live too far. Yeah. Like, one day he literally was like, oh, I can Uber to you, but you gotta drive me back in the morning for work. And he, like, worked an hour away. No. No. You gotta pick a struggle. And I felt like a mom, like, I'm either picking you up or dropping you off. But I'm not doing both. So, it just was a no. And yeah. I was like, you know what? There you go. 100%. No, not when vibrators are literally at our disposal. I don't want to hear it. You can get them on Amazon. You can. <laughs> Within an hour, it could It'll be there if you really tomorrow. wanted to. There's a million sex stores near you. Google. Yeah, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Tabo. everywhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay. Good for you. Getting off the apps. Yeah, Proud so of you. So now I'm just, you know, focusing on Tasia. Good for you. Working. Yes. Home. Okay, cool. All the things. I love that. Now, moving on to question number two. Tasia, what's the biggest breakthrough you've had recently or of all time? Okay, so I don't have one big one. Um, I have a bunch of little ones. Okay. Like, I had ideas or pictures of what my adulthood would be like. Or, yeah. like, one big thing is that I knew I always wanted kids. Yeah. Like, growing up, I was like, I'm going to be a mom. I want to do that. Now, I'm like, uh-uh. No, I don't want... Not that I don't want a kids, but I'm like 90% no. Like, I'm 100% I've seen no. too many single moms. Yeah. Potty training children is so irritating. Crazy. Because we can have full sentences, but you can't tell me when you got to pee. I can't do it. Insane. So, mainly the potty training. Yes. But I also am like, I want to be a little selfish. Like, I want to travel and I want to do stuff. And I already make arrangements for my dog. Yeah. And he's, you know, eight pounds and he's pretty quiet. So, he's easy for people to watch him. But I just feel like if I had a child, it's more trust with a child. Because, you know... Are they going to keep my child safe? Will they be cared for? Will they be fed? Will they be clean? Are right. they, you know, right. there are so many things to go into that. And I just don't want that anxiety. No. And I don't, you have to raise them. You know, you got to teach them how to speak Everything. and communicate and be Everything. nice to people. And you don't want them to be awful human beings. And, and then sometimes they accidentally turn out to be awful human beings. And you tried your best. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It makes me so nervous. I agree. So, and not that I'm, again, I'm like, 90% no, but right. if I really found a partner who was like, we, you know, who I felt so safe and secure, we're like, I don't think they would bail, or I think we would make a good parental unit, like, it's subject to change. Yeah. And absolutely. also, kids are expensive. It, 
and I'm just trying to get a house. So, Amen. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I think is also crazy because, like, I mean, we have, we're now at this age where we also are, you know, we have genitalia that represents women. So we've got this vagina that's saying, mm-hmm. hey, by the way, these eggs only last for so much longer. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, y'all can have mine, dead ass. But, take um, the whole ovary out. Take the whole thing out. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. I don't need it. It doesn't need to be here. That's expensive. Kids expensive. Hair's expensive, eggs expensive. What? Everything is high, and I really don't want a kid crying to stress me out. And no. if I'm anxious, then I don't think I'm being a good parent because I'm so wound up about everything. That's what I'm saying. And kids don't know, but they don't make it easier sometimes. They don't. I don't want a kid to be to feel like my mom is resentful right. of me, and right. I don't want to do that. So. Especially because I've had a mom that it feels like it is. So mm-hmm. I don't want to ever put a child in that position. Right. So I don't want to repeat that cycle. My mom and her mom didn't have a great relationship. Right. Me and my mom butt heads all the time. Yeah. Granted, I don't think I would, but I feel like everyone says I wouldn't do that to my child. But sometimes you don't do it intentionally. Exactly. I, I wouldn't want to do that. So right now, again, eighty percent no. Ninety percent no. As I heard myself, I was like, <laughs> that ain't the number you said. So ninety percent no. And okay. Yeah, no. Okay. So that's a little epiphany. Uh huh. So like, no kids, and it's okay to not be okay, or yes. you know, I'm just not feeling smiley or cheery today, or you know, the sun's not out. I'm just a little low energy. You yeah. know, that's another epiphany. Um, Isn't it weird that like the weather can really dictate the mood? Today. Yeah. The whole day, I woke up. It was great. It was great all day. It was great till like four, and I was like, okay, well, I have one more hour of work, but. I was just so, ugh, like yeah. about my whole Monday. Yeah. And, but it's okay, because, you know, I perked up, the weather, the sun shined, I it walked did. my dog, and, yes. you know, I'm better energy, but that's okay, because to fluctuate and to change, like, it's okay. It is okay. I think it's, sometimes it's hard, too, because, like, the world moves at, a, a, like, a pace sometimes that maybe we're not trying to mm-hmm. be at. And, like, right. we're allowed as humans to kind of just be at home and just chill and not run with the universe when it's going full force. Um, are you taking time to rest for yourself? Do you do a lot of self-care? Um, my self-care involves me spending too much money. But, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so, but, like, my self-care is, like, oh, let me try this new thing for my hair. Okay. Like, yeah. Curly hair stuff ain't cheap. Yeah. And then it's also, like, oh, I want this face serum. I feel like face serums are like 30 bucks for one ounce, if that. Yes. I was like, oh, I want to get a new perfume. And perfume, depending on where you get it, is expensive. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, but yes, I do try. I do try to put the phone down. I read. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is not nonfiction <laughs> and like, let me better my life. Let me learn about my gut health. Ooh. I tried a gut health book. It was too sciencey. That's and then fair. we like picked up the smut. But it's just something to distract my mind of, like, work. And I work at home, and that sometimes is hard separating my space. Yes. So when I did commute, like, the drive home was a pain because there was traffic, but I got to listen to music as loud as I want. I yeah. got to listen to podcasts. I got to roll with the windows down just to de-stress. Yeah. But now when it's 5 o'clock and I'm done working, okay, I just sit on my couch with, like, my desk still in eyesight. And it's yes. just hard to separate it. So something just to put the screen down, yeah. maybe read. Walk my dog. Yeah. If the weather's nice, or sit on the couch and maybe hang out with like my dad or my grandma or my cousin. So stuff like that. Yeah. Self care. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I will say that's like a I can't sit on my couch um, during the work day. 
where my body gets very confused no matter how many years it's been that I've worked from home. Right. Um, my body is like, oh, so we're done. And then I lose <laughs> all motivation. So I literally either have to sit in this one chair or the other chair. And that's the only two places that I can go. Because my, my mind doesn't understand that we're at work, mm-hmm. even I though we're at home. I can't separate the space. Yeah. Oh, what, one thing, too. So right before COVID, I was like going to the gym. I was super yeah. active. Like I was walking trails, going on hikes. It was great. Fun. And then yes, I can work out at home, but again, I eat at home. Yeah. I watch TV at home. Yeah. I I do everything at home where it's like I don't want to try to create another space to be active. Yeah. And it just turns into not getting done. Yeah. So we're working on it. Self care. You know, I need to incorporate being active back in my routine, but I do things that bring me peace and good. make me less stressed. Okay. So, good. Yeah. Yeah, so I like to hear all that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how are we feeling more about, like, what's the reward of these breakthroughs? That I feel less anxious. I feel like growing up, again, me and my mom, we had our own issues, but it just made me a slightly anxious, not slightly, it made me anxious as, like, just a human being. And I might interact with someone, and then once they leave, I'm like, what if I said something that, like, you know, but I just, okay, relax. Because yeah. if it was really that bad, they would have, you know, said something in the moment. Or what if they need to de-stress and they'll come back and you'll accept it with grace and, you know, make some changes. Oh, so I think. Self-aware queen. I'm, I really try. I know. And it turned, it, I'm back that because I gaslit myself for forever. Like living with my mom and, you know, like, oh, what if I said that and that was wrong? Or I didn't remember this or I didn't do that right? Or what if I did something and I leave and they do it behind me because I did Like, it was just so much second guessing myself that now... I do try to be self-aware. Yeah. I talk to myself with grace. Yes. I try to treat people with grace. And it when I am less stressed and yeah. I'm calmer, I just yeah. feel like I'm calmer to the world. The world is calmer to me. Yeah. So the more I'm calm, I'm I'm pretty happy. Do you and smoke I, weed? I don't. Wow. It ain't never been a taste of thing. That's I don't fair. do gummies. I, really? Nothing. Wow. Good for you. I try. Do you ever take like a Xanax or anything? No. Oh nothing. Tisha, you just had her raw dog in it. Again, my mom <laughs> made me crazy. Yeah, and then once I separated from, not to say my mom, but like once I'm just not in a space with her, like, okay, I can unwind how I want to. I yeah. can take as long as I want to do it to do it in. And I'm just calm. So yeah. I once that. I gave myself that like courtesy, it was like way easier for me to, like, I don't know what this person's going through at home. Right. Sure, my waitress sucks but she could be having a rough day so yeah. let me not complain and she's doing her job and you know whatever so right i think again these little epiphanies are like oh be nicer to you and you know be nicer to the world and i just think everything just operates a little better for me good i love that homie that's awesome okay moving on to question number three Tasha, what is the weirdest thing you do that makes complete sense to you but not many people around you i talk to myself a yeah. whole lot and even earlier when I said 90% and then I said 80%, I like heard myself and I was like, no, you feel stronger than that. So yeah. I talk to myself a lot just to hear it. Like I ask myself questions like, you know, I have so much to do what I need to do first. Okay. What's my highest priority? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Can I do this while I do that? And if I hear it and it makes sense, then it makes sense, and we're rolling with it. So sometimes when I am reading, I'll read out loud to myself because I like Aww. hearing it. Again, it's weird, maybe. Like, why am I reading out loud to just me? But that's my business. It is. And I'm happy doing it. <laughs> it so is. at work, I talk to myself all the time. When yeah. I was in office, 
Yeah. People would like hear me mumbling. Like it was just regular. I love that. They time. they knew. Yeah. I'm getting it together. I'm working it out. And then in case if I okay, I think I got a plan. Hey Bethany, can I just say this to you to see if it makes yeah, I'll get yes. an opinion, but I, I talk to myself all of the time. Yeah. Do you ever um like I say like you and like your family member were in a fight. Do you ever like talk out what you're about to say if you're about to have like a sit down discussion or like if anything happened and you're like, oh, I wish I could have said this. Do you ever talk it out loud? All the time. Yeah, I do. That. Um, and a lot of times, again, because I try to, I let me say this. I am. I like to try to say things in the moment, but if I am too heated or I'm too angry. I know I'm not going to talk to you in a way you deserve to be talked to. Yeah. So then I'm going to take a step and calm down and say, okay, Tasia, what do you want to say? And then I'll say it to make sure it's not, you know, I'm not talking to you crazy. Right. Like a human being and you have feelings too. So sometimes, again, I need to hear it, say it out loud to make sure I can tell you what I'm actually feeling and not just talking to you because I'm angry. Yeah. So, yeah. I also like that maybe the sound of your own voice is a little calming to you. When I'm calm and it sounds calm, yes. But if I'm angry and I'm like, why would they do that? But like, I'm just hyping myself up. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Okay. But again, I, I hear it and I'm like, I know I'm not tripping. And yeah. I say it, yeah, I'm definitely not tripping. Like, this is something I, I need to be mad about. So, absolutely. I talk to myself. I love that. Mm-hmm. I think talking out loud is just beneficial. Even when I, um, people come on this podcast and they'll be like, oh, I don't want to listen because I don't even want to hear the sound of my own voice. Get used to it. That's your voice. You better talk it up. Yeah. Like, that is the only voice you're going to have. Listen to it. Talk to yourself. Get involved. Mm-hmm. How else are you supposed to make that connection with yourself? I think, yeah. I do it no, so often. I've always done it. So this is just <laughs> my regular. I, I know it. not everyone does that. I yeah. Mean, occasionally someone will be like, are you talking to yourself? I go, yeah. Like, no shame. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I used to um, always pretend that I was a... <clears throat> A celebrity on long car drives, and I would ask myself interview questions just to give myself something to do if I was exactly yeah ready in case. Oh yeah, the day the day is coming. Okay, Okay. I might be fifty years old, but I'm manifesting. I'm gonna be famous, and I'll see everybody there. What it's actually gonna be is someone on the street like, "What are you listening to right now?" Or (laughs) (laughs) what was the last something? It's gonna be something like that. But you'll be ready. Yeah, I'm saying. Be confident in your answer. So ready to go. So charismatic. I know. Viral, famous. Like, you know, I, I'll, tell, I'll, I'll take us both, you know. Thanks. You can come as a package deal. I love that. I'll be your assistant. Yeah. <laughs> I like being an assistant as a, like, as my current job. I will say that. That's probably one of my favorite things. So, um, I don't know. I, I feel you, but I would just want us to be the, the show. I wouldn't want you to be my assistant. I would want us to be the show. I mean, I'm going to be, show. like, a very strong supporting character assistant. <laughs> that's very fair. I think I can trust I'm you very likable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. You're if very likable. show worthy. Yeah. Let's turn it up. Okay, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Okay, question number four. Tasia, what is a trauma that has shaped you or you're still trying to work to break through? We'll go back <laughs> to my mom. Yeah. That's still a work in progress. Like, last year, I was living with her, and we lived together for a year. We made it a while. And in January, actually, it was like we were just butting heads. There's definitely a communication gap between my mother and I. And I'm still working through it, yeah. but now it's like I'm grown. My I pay for my own bills. I have my own health insurance. I can support myself. There's nothing she can like. I don't want to say hold over my head, but that's really what it is. So yeah. I think she also is learning that Tasia's grown. Like this is 
she doesn't need me. Like yeah. she's a grown up. So we're we're still working through it. But yeah. again, I treat myself with grace. I try. So I try to treat my mother with grace as much as I can, but I don't get that back from her and that's what causes the rift. Yes. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm I'm still working through it. We yeah. speak, it's nothing angry or, or vicious whenever we do talk, but yeah. When there is a disagreement, I feel like I, again, I take a second to calm down and yeah. I tell it to her and sometimes it's well received and other times it's not. And then that becomes its own separate thing. But that's, I would say a trauma. And I don't like saying that because I was fed, I was clothed, I had nice things. She didn't call me, you know, like stupid or, you know, she, it yeah. wasn't like something, but just, I just wasn't happy. It made me anxious when we did speak or what is the saying like um comparison is the thief of joy it is and my mom would i'm her only daughter i'm the middle child and i just felt like that was always a thing with her so again i need to treat myself with grace yeah let me try to treat her with grace versus comparing her to my dad when we have open discussion about everything all the time whether it be music or tv or or whatever and my mom is like why are you listening to this or this show sucks or you know it's just some it's always something yeah. that her and my brothers watch all the same stuff and I don't so it's just things that I I accept myself for and it kind of seems like oh I wish my mom would accept me for that too but you know she likes what she likes I like what I like but I just wish she would respect what you like yeah cause like sure everything you just said is completely fair but then it comes down to it seems like yeah and my mom doesn't give me the same grace that she gives my brothers and that I give myself so how unfair is that mm-hmm. we love that again only daughter and I'm a middle child so it's like let me entertain myself me. again <laughs> let me talk to myself about something cause I can't talk to my mom well there you go that's why it's the weird thing that you do probably yeah okay yeah. well that's an probably. interesting I had a breakthrough just now boom look at that well that's right. come on the podcast that's what it's here for <laughs> okay well alright now let's back it up cause when did okay. your parents get divorced so, they got married while I was, like, an infant. Like, their wedding pictures, I'm in them as a baby. Oh. And my earliest memories of them are split. So, the yeah. marriage was very short. Okay. But they had been together way prior because they had my brother at... My parents were promiscuous. They had my older brother <laughs> at 17, and my older brother was, like, at their high school graduation. Like, Whoa. their graduation pictures, my brother is in them, cap and gown, <laughs> holding a baby. Um, so, that 17, my older brother, 20, they had me. Gotcha. I'm going to say by the time they were 21, they were split. Gotcha. Okay. Yes, I don't know exactly what time, but, um, yeah. And was that, like, something that you feel like affected you growing up being a child of divorce? That was my normal. So, yeah. I, I don't think... I wouldn't say that had like a positive or negative effect on me. I now that I'm saying it out loud, I kind of think it made my family closer because like my mom had her time, my dad had his time, but I, I had two working parents like ever since I was a kid. So, you know, when mom was at work, we went to grandparents' house. So like I was constantly seeing all parts all of my family. Yeah. So, I think it made my family unit, like, my sense of family stronger. Yeah. Um, But I wouldn't say, like, I'm jaded because my parents were split because that's really all I've ever known. Yeah. I think it'd be different if they had stayed together and hated each other's guts and right. then I saw my parents hate each other. But yeah. 
Yeah, that, that was just It was just your normal. Yeah. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I just had to ask. Okay. All right. So question number five. What are some common barriers that prevent people from being authentic and fully true to themselves? True to themselves. So I think people look for acceptance and they look for community. And I think that if being them true selves, their true selves, like if they think that puts that community at jeopardy or that acceptance at jeopardy, they they shy, you know, from being themselves and I, yeah. In short, that's it. So being okay. them true, their true selves. So like, oh, are you Gryffindor? Whatever, you know, like that's community. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. feel joy in that. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole LGBTQ. Or I mean, that yeah. community. Yeah. What's your sports team? You know, so people just want to be. They want acceptance. They want togetherness. And I think that really is um, like a big key. Yeah. You know, oh, this person was a loner. Or, you know, that just sounds so crazy. But remember when we were in high school and they would like show us videos and be like, if you see somebody sitting like alone, you go sit go with them. And, and, yes, and you should. You do it in their meat. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they were like, and I sat here by myself for a reason. Oh, and you're like, damn. so sorry. I'm <laughs> but like, yes. Yeah. But in general, people want somebody. Yeah. Someone to to. Be comfortable with yeah. Anything. Have you and found your, your community? Um, I think so, but I also I really do like a wide variety of things. So I can I'm not gonna say I can connect with everyone because sometimes I really can't. But I can see that difference. I can respect it and say, you know what, we can still be nice. I don't have yeah. to be sassy and disagree with everything you say. But yeah. you know, we agree to disagree and yeah. we'll still be cool about it. But yeah, you know, I have I'm I have lots of interests. You do? Yeah. What are your interests? Oh, gosh. You're putting me on the spot. So, I mean, <laughs> anything. Um, I like movies. I like reading. I play PlayStation. I'm not very Heck good yeah. at it. But, oh, okay. you know, Call of Duty, I'm not talking on there because y'all not cussing me out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but, you know, I, I play Apex. Um, did I say I watch anime? I do that. No, that's cool. Mm-hmm. For one point, I was, like, hiking and doing stuff outside. Yeah. You know, I, I try to do a lot of things at least once. And if I don't like it, you know, I don't like it. But I'm open to everything. I love so. that. I definitely am not. So I love, <laughs> I love, I love hearing that. Because, like, that, yeah, I wouldn't even know where to start on, like, oh, I want to go on a hike. Like, how would you even find a hike? There's an app. What? It's called All Trails. You literally put in your city, your zip code, whatever. I'm like an ad. But anyway, it'll tell you, like. <laughs> I love it. It'll tell you trails nearby and approximately how long it'll take to do it. And if you're a beginner, this one's pretty easy. It's flat. Oh. And, you know, some people can post pictures of, like, what the trail looks like so you're aware. Nice. It was, that's what I did. Like, not right at the start of COVID, of course, because, you know, stay inside, stay away from people. But yeah, almost a year into it when we were like, okay, we're still doing this. I was like, I need to get back outside. And yeah. that's literally what I did. And I would go with, like, my aunt and we would walk somewhere or go with a couple of my cousins and we will, you know, just do stuff to get out and get active. But I try. Yeah. I try. Absolutely. How do you feel like COVID kind of like changed you? Um, I think I was always super like extroverted almost. Like I would talk to anybody. Sure. I would be a little shy sometimes, but like I would talk to anyone. We could connect, small talk. Like I was super good at it. Yeah. And then being at home, I kind of lost my people skills or I got too comfortable at home yeah. or like granted not a dig 
But, you know, when people go outside with, like, Crocs and sweatpants, and that's just, like, they're normal. And I, like, in 2000-whatever, when we were in school, nobody was wearing Crocs and sweatpants <laughs> everywhere they went. But that's, you know, not not a dig, because, you know, that's your jam. But right. I just really kind of forgot how to be in public. Yeah. No, I was... I and would... it made me more shy. It made me a little more insecure. I will say that I haven't been more insecure since COVID. Really? Yes. Do you think it's just because of your people skills kind of been? A little bit, but also like, I don't know how to dress cute anymore. That's what I thought because mm-hmm. I wear, you know, yoga pants every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, but just that. And again, I got very sedentary during COVID and yeah. I did gain a little weight, but that's yeah. life. And some days I'm like, you know, it is what it is. Right. And other days I'm like, oh, I'm still bad. Like, I don't care. But, you know, that's she a fluctuating is for the record. thing. Yeah. I try. I'm cute. Yeah, she is. It's but, always bad. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think I just get a little in my head, you know, is this flattering? Do I look frumpy or yeah, just things? I will say I've realized and I just discovered this on Saturday. I was going to, like, a club. And it was, like, a live band playing, okay? Mm-hmm. But, like, every time that I go out, like, I'm so used to dressing like a no I'm serious like I'm so used to like big titty out and it was the first time that I was like maybe I should put on a shirt like you know (laughs) what I mean like I was like maybe because I was in like a full body suit like everything was you know my skin's hanging out and like I don't mind like wearing something like that because in my head I'm like I want people to see big people in clothes where like their mm-hmm. skin is showing right but like it was just a little too much that, thank you so much but it, it, it's just like it was a little too much and I was like I don't want to be in the setting yes and mm-hmm. normally I would not give a flying fadoodle I would go out there and just be like hello this is me but I it was like that down. a flying fadoodle yes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I think I'm gonna put a shirt on like just and just throw it over top mm-hmm. and I did and I went and I'm so glad I did because again I just look around and I'm like I would have looked like a, a just a weird I just looked too much and I hate saying that about myself but I just know I know what you mean like my style is completely out yeah. um that was everything I dressed for was back in 2016 I have to change Me. that's what I'm saying I still have affinity scarves and I'm like can I put this on I was like are these out because you know some stuff is coming back so I'm like, can I put it on? Yeah, like, what if scarf? I put a coat on? No, I hear you. I hear you. I'm not kidding you. I got rid of my infinity scarves like a year ago. I have like when I moved. That's what I'm saying. I had so I had them on like a little rack. And they're mine are in the knots. Like I can put them up in the knots. There. You know I worked in retail. Yes, so, retail. Come on now. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Now I'm back. Okay, okay good. No, that was funny. I was just saying, and I was like, I just know exactly how you feel. Um, <laughs> I just feel like a little part of me has always kind of like been left in COVID that side of me. I mean, I was literally ready to move to a new city. I was ready to do all these things. And then boom, all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I'm in Richmond still. I'm still hanging out. Now all of a sudden I'm in a relationship long-term living with them. And it's like, where, huh? Like if, if I could go back and tell 2019 me that 2019 me would be on the floor shook it. Right. Like you're lying. You're lying. Literally you're lying. Not this Bethany right. or not this Tasia. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, at least we're doing it together. I'm glad to know I'm not alone in that, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What would you say to people um, that maybe can't be their full true selves? I would tell them, don't let fear stop you from building community. You know, know your boundaries. Um, 
accept and claim what serves you and release what doesn't. So that's beautiful. Thanks. You're welcome. I thought about it. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad you didn't think about it. I think that's, I mean, fear stops a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Fear stops me. I literally just talked about it, putting on a shirt. Um, you know, so I think it's yeah. sometimes you really do have to kind of push those inner saboteurs aside and say, I want to go out of my way and try something new. Or I want to do something different. And that's okay if you don't. I want to say that too. Yeah. But don't sell yourself to find that community. Again, know your boundaries. If you're not doing that, then that's okay. Don't do that. You know, It doesn't have to blow up and be a whole thing. Yeah. But just, you know, bow out. I'm, I don't want to do that. It's okay. Y'all go have fun or... Hey, instead I'm going to do this, you're more than welcome to join me, but I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not energy, I don't have the energy to do that, or I'm not in the mood to do that. It, it doesn't have to be ugly, it doesn't have to be a thing, but. Yeah. Communicating your needs is really important. Exactly. Perfect. All right. <laughs> then question number six, Tasia. You find yourself in a space where you aren't able to be true to who you are. How do you respond? For me, even though I know I just said I lost some people skills, I do try to communicate because sometimes sitting and silence is awkward yeah depending on the situation sometimes silence is it's cool you know you could do that but I try to connect with someone and again I have lots of interests so not to say it's super easy for me to do but you know oh you like soccer I, my little brother plays FIFA all the time but I don't know anything about it like <laughs> right who can I say my favorite team is just to mess with him or just you know something yeah again I'm, I'm a small talker and I worked I was a, a phone representative for a long time so sometimes you know you just got to make small talk to yeah. strangers and it's easier when you you got something to talk about so right i would try to find something i'm on social media you know yeah I, I was one of those millennials who was like tiktok sucks it's not vine it's and not then i got vine. tiktok and was yeah. like now i'm on tiktok yeah. So I'm always in something. So whether it be TikTok, Twitter, I don't really get on Instagram that much, but I'm starting to get back on there. Okay. Um, what about Facebook, Snapchat? I stopped Facebook Me in too. like 2012. Yeah. I got my phone <laughs> on Facebook one time and I was like, you know what? What? I'm not doing this no more. What happened? Can we, we talk can, about it? We can talk about it, but we're going to go back. So okay. when I was in high school, uh-huh. I was talking to someone at our high school. Classic. And then stopped talking to him. Yeah. Started talking to someone from a different high school. Right. But they knew each other, and they kind of had, like, beef. Like, so, the one I went to school with, he always, oh, you talking to such and such? Like, he would, what you and such and such talking about? Like, get out of my business. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> and then one day, the person at our school told me something I didn't know about the guy I was talking to. Mm. Went on Facebook and went searching, and I found what I was searching for. <gasps> And then I was like, you know what? Social media. Cussed him out yeah. when I got home. Yeah. I was like, no, I ain't even doing this no more. And uh, again, got my feelings hurt. That's fair. And another fun story. I went to Miami one spring break. Oh, really? For college. Went to Miami. Met a guy from London. He took me on to lunch. Like, wanted to buy me for a little bit. Okay. I thought I was having a hot girl summer. You yeah. know, before having a hot girl summer was a thing. Or spring break. Yeah. And then, 2017, I went to Mexico, saw the same guy from Miami. What? Long story short, he had a wife, and how did I find out? On Facebook. So, again, I don't get on Facebook. I don't go looking for nothing, because I no. know I'm going to find it. Yeah. I'm nothing but trouble on there. So, yeah, there's so nothing many Nothing but trouble. Before. I don't post nothing on Facebook. Nope. I 
get on once a year because I know there are some people like my grandma and other relatives that are going to say happy birthday. Oh, okay. So I'll get on and say thanks. Yeah. And I don't get on for another year. I will say that's probably like when I deleted my Facebook, I lost so many like acquaintances because I never talk to people outside you know what I mean like people like my mom's friends stuff like that where I'm like you know I would talk to them like they would like comment on my stuff the second that Facebook was gone I was like oh my god I feel so much better like it was just not another thing I needed to keep up with at all well I haven't deleted it but I I want to say I'm going to be there but like I I have family in Montana and right there so it's different I don't want to get rid of it for that but for me to just get on it and be like let me post a status or let me share this meme. Yeah, I'm, no. no. Yeah, absolutely not. Of all my cousins um, are on Instagram, so I'm very blessed that we okay. <laughs> connected that one. So when you said that, I was like, I, I, my family is just so, so small. We don't even talk to my dad's side of the family. Okay. Um, so they know to find me. I was like, I'm deleting my Facebook. I don't know if I've ever talked about it. My dad was arguing with my ex about religion and politics on Facebook. On Facebook and the that way was I would took both of their phones and That's blocked what? everybody. Oh my, when I say I have never yelled at my father like I did that day, because you cannot be that bored. That's what I told him. I understand we're in COVID. I understand there's a lot going on, but you cannot be that bored to be like, I'm going to message back on this post and say my thoughts. No, sir. Unfollow or unfriend or hide the post. Go cut the grass. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. There's enough going on in that house that you could be doing and you do not need to be sitting on Facebook arguing with people you don't really even know. You don't. Yeah, That's half your age. I would call my dad like, oh my gosh, are you out of your mind? Yeah. That was like yeah. one of the first times my mom's ever apologized to me. Uh, you know what I mean? She's like, oh, I'm so sorry you had to see that. I was like, yeah, me too. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> I had already deactivated it for a really long time. Um, but that was like the day I officially was like, and this is never coming back in my life. Mm-hmm. Time to be alive. Anyway, I didn't mean to walk on a change about myself. I love that. I love Facebook was something else. I can't stand I'm it. I'm your dad ain't just dancing. Yeah. <laughs> he just is really passionate about religion. He loves Jesus as, you know, one Amen. should. Right, exactly. And that, exactly, that's his business. And, you know, my, my ex was not so much. And it was also like my ex from high school. Like, it wasn't like he and I were like recently together. So it was like so much more like backstory that just yeah. did not be Yes, it's You're like. arguing with my old hoes. Yes, right, wrong ones. Uh, call my <laughs> current one if that's the problem. Um, but anyway, anyway, sorry about that. Um, okay, so do you feel like you're able to kind of like prepare yourself when you're going into situations where you can't be true to who you are? Yes. Good. I mean, a little context or a little heads up would be nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, for example, if I was going somewhere with my mom and I didn't know any of her friends, you yeah. know, I, I would know, okay, let me prepare for this. And I know they're going to talk about me being single and not having no kids. So like, <laughs> I got it. Versus if like, I went somewhere with you and it was just someone I haven't seen in a while. Or right. my, my best friend, Myesha, and she, I went somewhere and met her coworker. Like, I would be prepared. I would know, feel the room out. I'm yeah. like, okay, they're just as loud as I am. Cool. Let's. Turn up the gas or the volume or whatever you turn up, whatever yes. that is. So, like, I think as long as I have the heads up, I know, you know, be nice. I'm always going to do that. Yeah. My, I don't know if it's being from the South or just the way my parents raised me. It's like, be nice, be cordial, be kind to people. Yes. Until, you know, they give you a reason not to be. Right. But, you know, I, I know to do that. And then once, again, we find some common ground, I, I feel the vibe. I'm ready. I'm, I'm in my zone. I'm in my element. You've yeah. always been just a very nice person. I really try to be. You are. 
Um, you don't try. You are. I'll finish yes. that for you. Um, and then I think that that's kind of why. I mean, you know, I have a little sticker that says "Be kind." I think that's always why we, yeah. you know, connected because sometimes mm-hmm. you just gotta be nice to people. And if you can see people and meet them where they're at and know where they're coming from, it's not hard to be nice. Um, and yes, but like also, if someone's not your favorite, you don't have to purposefully make their day worse right. or to be mean or to them. Yeah. You know, being nice is free. Yeah. And being different is also free. I was gonna say, being silent is also free. Yeah, I don't have to go out of my way to make you feel terrible, but just know, you know, we're not friends outside of this, and that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you find yourself in spaces often where you're not able to be true to yourself? Professional settings, yes. So, like, when I was at work, there was a girl who, she was not my favorite. And... I would have to have meetings with her and we wouldn't have to discuss whatever and yeah, it was fine. We got our work done, but ain't no kiki in after this. I'm not right. asking you what you watched on Netflix. I'm, I know we're going to talk about this work thing and that's right. that. And we're hanging up the phone. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think we so, all like, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, did you not like her just because of her personality or was there like tea? It was a little bit of both. Okay. Like, well, personality wise, I don't want to say she was a bit much for me, but we just didn't connect on really anything and that's okay too I wasn't like not liking her because of her personality but then it also became like work stuff where it was like I shouldn't be doing your work I'm pulling my weight and yours whenever you leave like I know she would lie and say she wasn't feeling good like one day she she was out for two days Mm -hmm. she was sick she had a fever and then the very next day like say if it was like Monday or Tuesday and then Wednesday she came in our like morning meeting and was like oh my god guys I painted my kitchen Look, and I'm like, I just did your stuff for two days. Right. And you're showing me your painted kitchen and the, the bed that you put together. And I'm like, I don't care what fever you had. If right. you could paint your kitchen, you could you didn't do have blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. So, it turned into work stuff that made me, like, not like her. Yeah. Not, I wasn't for the bullshit. Okay. So. Is that happen? Is that someone you still work with today? Oh, no. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> no, I, was just, I, I, like, I quit, and then I think she got demoted to something else. And but may anyway. she rest. May she rest wherever she is. That's I fine. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love saying it because I'm not saying in peace. Like, mm-hmm. I, nobody's dead, and if they are, then may they rest too. But, like, you know, wherever she may be. I understand. I felt that in my spirit back yeah. then. Yeah. I love I, that. I, you know, you don't have to wish ill will. Literally, yeah. just what you're saying, you don't have to be bothered. Just may they rest, you know? She's made their rest. And I'm like, and that's her business. And that's her business. Mm-hmm. It's the same so thing. I love it. All right. Question number seven, Tasia. What is the biggest takeaway in life that has become your driving force in life? Right now. I know you said in life, but I'm going to answer for right now. Yeah. So right now, again, I want to get a house. I want to yeah. do adult things. I want to have my own space. I call myself Black Martha because I just be doing a damn thing. So I want to, you know, paint. I want to hang stuff up, which yes. I couldn't do in my apartment. Yeah. I want to try new recipes and make cookies, which I also do. I'm going to bring you some next time. I so. Please do. Please do. Please yeah. Do, please. But, like, I just really want my own stuff. And I, I like bougie stuff. So yeah. right now my driving force is let me get a job that makes more money. That's really kind of just it. Yep. Let me get a job that makes more money. But just in life, what that is going to lead to, like, in my current job, I'm not really fulfilled. Yeah. So let me... Do something that gives me fulfillment or, you know, brings me joy that doesn't feel like work all the time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, let me live comfortably the way I want to while doing it. Yeah. So. As you deserve. Amen. So, yeah. Right now, the driving force is money. But in life, I would say, like, happiness. And, you know, just I want to be calm. Serenity is a word I would want to describe my future. Like, 
I just want to be comfortable yeah. and happy. Yeah. And not stressed. Did you grow up in like a chaotic environment? You've mentioned being calm several times. Chaos, no. I will, okay, so it's my older brother, yeah. me, and then my younger brother. And then I counted the other day. I have like 13 first cousins. And I'm, again, Good aside thing. from my brother, I'm the oldest. Yeah. And my older brother's a little disconnected, but, you know, that's his thing. Right. But I've babysat just about all of my, not all of them, because some of them, you know, were kind of close in age, so I couldn't babysit them. But all the younger ones I've babysat, the cousin who is closest to my age, has two daughters, and I've watched them. So, like, there's always been, I don't want to call it chaos, but just movement. There's yeah. always been motion. There you go. And I just like being calm. Like, okay, let me unwind. And my mom, she has calmed down a lot, yeah. but growing up, she used to, like, crank it to 10 immediately. So, I just really like, okay, I'm, I'm peace right now. I'm good right now. Yeah. So, not chaos, but just still. I completely agree. No, I think we just had very similar mom situations mm-hmm. growing up because I feel like now that I didn't even realize peace was what I wanted or that like calm serenity was anything that I actually wanted until I had it and I was like this is incredible I know and what the few times I've had it I've loved my family and I've just not lived with them and that's what I I want right now yes that's what I'm saying I need the money because I want it right right now but just long term that's what I want my life to be like cool and if I find a partner and love him enough Sure, come on into my space. Yeah. Because I'm not one of those people opposed to, yeah, my husband's house is over there. Like, yeah. I, I'm okay with that. Yep. You don't got to sleep in the same bedroom. If you want to, yes, let's love each other and do that. But go sleep in the guest bedroom. Like, go somewhere else. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. But, again, I just, I value my space. Yeah. And I want people in it who would also respect it, but just, you know, bring some light when they, they come visit. Yeah. You're a very individualistic person, and I feel like anyone that you would be a partner to would also have to be very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless whoever this person is turns my world upside down, and it's really one of those, oh my God, I can't live without him, and I don't think that's it, but if it is, it is. I will say, I mean, even sometimes, even now in a relationship I've been in for a minute, mm-hmm. I can honestly say, like, I would be so sad if we ever broke up, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I would be okay. Like, we've both had that conversation. Like, we would both be okay. Like, I need that. You know, it's it's a safety thing. Um, and I think just being honest and transparent about it is so important. Um, it's not anything we would ever want. Right. But, like, I love that I have, I've never lost myself yes. in the process of my relationship. Oh, I love that. Um, me too. Me too. You know, uh-huh. because that was probably, like, my biggest fear. Um, Another horror story. We, uh, uh-huh. Anyway, so... <laughs> Tasha's been around for a while, so it, it's it's just been very nice to like actually be in that situation. So I hope the same for you one day. Uh, thank you. I'm happy for you. Thank you. That you found another grown up. Yeah. And you know y'all, <laughs> adult and grown up together. So yes. yeah. Uh, not going off on a tangent, but yes, I yes. love that for you. I love that, for and you. I will love that for me one day. I was gonna say, thanks I love for speaking up. It's coming. I'm manifesting it for you because it's coming. Um, and you're just also someone that like, I mean, it would be anyway. We'd be blessed. That's and all what I'm saying. I know. I want to arrange my own marriage. So you, just listen, anyone out there, if you want a wife, I got my own shit. Let's go. <laughs> Honestly, everyone that's not wiping up Tasia is missing out, but we can go. Right. You we have your own room. <laughs> like, I have a PlayStation. She's like, you want to just sleep in the bed with me? <laughs> just go have on the bed. So yes. We can 100%. get a beautiful house 100%. together. 100%. 100%. That's what I'm saying. 100%. Half 
the half on the bills. We pay X amount, like for rent. Splitting that in Richmond, oh my gosh, so nice, so 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 yeah. so so I'm nice. Not one of those pay for no no. I got my own shit. Exactly. Yeah, we'll do grown we'll adults things. Yeah, absolutely. You got something for work coming? You need an event? I'll be super cute. I'll be the best wife there. Yeah. And then we'll go oh. home. Yeah. And you'll sleep in your room, and I'll <laughs> sleep in my. <laughs> Again, if anyone loves that arrangement, slide in my DMs. 100%. I'm tagging you in this too, Tasha K. Love it. Tasha K, two Y's, two underscores. <laughs> it's been the same since 2013. I was going to say, since mm-hmm. I've literally known you. It's the brand. It is the brand. That's exactly what it is. Um, Tasha, what is a question you want to ask the audience listening today? All right. What I would ask, whatever is causing you stress or giving you a little bit of anxiety, think about it and say... Is it making your life harder? Is it adding your value? And is it something you can control? Okay, indeed. And, you know, go from there. Because I think that will help you, you know, be calm, give you some peace, and help you come to terms with maybe some things. I love that. Mm -hmm. Any last final thoughts? Y'all better keep listening to this podcast. Because it's fun. (laughs) And if you want to get on, message Bethany. Because, again, it's lit in here. I was just excited. I mean, Tasha and I hadn't seen each other in a couple of years, so it was just good to have you on here and just to be able to smile because I've I missed your face. Told my dad that. I was like, I'm low key, Bethany. I'm excited. I said, no, that's what I'm saying. I, uh, it just makes me happy that you're here. Uh, so thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. Of course. All the love, homies, forever and always. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to be true to you.